0: what's going on guys welcome to river city 93 we are starting off with some important guests on the show but let me introduce first my name is Elliot Barr my name's Shanita Rand II. And our special host for this is our game breakdown. The 95 U.S. Open Cup win is the Total Soccer Show, guys. I was told by the best of your show name, but fine, that's whatever. <laughs> I'll start off with you, Derek. How are you? I'm good. Who are these special guests? I'm
1: excited to meet them. Well, you are. Taylor socks.
2: <laughs> I mean, Ooh. hurtful to begin with, but accepted and appreciated, and now the tone is set. So yeah, exactly. Good to go. All right.
0: You know, this is how we start off. <laughs> so, like we said, we are here to finish up our docu we've done. Three interviews with Rob Ucrop, uh, the Violet family, and Kamler. So go back, make sure to check those out in your podcast feed. I think Daryl hasn't checked them out yet, so you need to go listen I apologize, to them. I will listen. You know, you're shorting us short on uh listeners. We need those. But we are here to bring in the experts to help us break down the 95 U.S. Open Cup game, which is between Re- Richmond Kickers and El Paso Patriots. So first, let's just start off with El Paso in this 3-3-4 formation. <laughs> <laughs> i will let y'all explain it because I had no idea what I was looking at. And by the way, all the names in the lineup were totally wrong,
1: as y'all have told me. So. Yeah, the starting lineup graphic, at least for the kickers, I can guarantee is very much wrong. Didn't you message me about Richie Williams not yeah. being in it? So literally, they put up the kickers starting 11, Yeah, um, and Richie Williams' name is not in there. Commentator, Lee the Kalashaw's name, name, is right? really, name isn't in there. Lee Kalashaw's name isn't in there. Causey's
3: name isn't in there.
1: Specifically, Williams' name isn't in there, and the commentator reads out the lineup, and then... He, we cut to Richie Williams doing the coin toss and then he says and here's Richie Williams kicker's captain doing the coin toss <laughs> and there's no he doesn't notice the, uh-huh. the dissonance between what he's just read and what he's seen <laughs> no which, <laughs> was, which was
2: establishing a pattern I think for the rest oh, of
1: the performance yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. I don't want to just hate on the guy but I'm guessing he wasn't a soccer guy no. I don't think any of
3: the worst. I don't think of any of them. <laughs> the broadcast was
1: well. One
2: was Taikeo, yeah. who I think was the head coach at the time, and he mentions in there that his like under th- or over thirty team had entered the U.S. Open Cup that year and made yeah. it to, like the fourth round or something. Oh, yeah,
1: I remember he did the say that. Like, yeah,
2: within the first know. two three minutes oh, no, color, of the game. Yeah,
1: that makes he's more sense. Fan. Right. Yeah, that makes yeah. more yeah. sense. Yeah, because he was often correcting the play by play. He was
2: especially when the goal happened and they had no idea. Uh, the El Paso goal happens. They have no idea what happens, and the the play by play just keeps guessing names, and he's like, "No, uh, that wasn't him." Like he's he's like trying to keep it going.
1: So he wins the most patient man I think so I
2: think oh
0: yeah <laughs> oh, most definitely so like Richmond played what A four four two, and then we had you crop a camera up top and by the way can I take a moment just to point out like Rob you crop hair is like beautiful oh
2: uh, yeah it's, like, it's good oh yeah, yeah. it's feathered, it's, it's flowing yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. i guarantee t- right now it's easier to maintain
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is also probably very true it's also
2: probably uh, very uh, true
1: so I mean where do y'all guys want to start at with because I mean, there's a lot that happens in this game I have a question for Taylor to start Yo. with were El Paso playing a three three four?
2: I think they were. I think they were. Both teams were in a four-four-two. That's I think. what I think. But yeah. the thing that kept throwing me off because I completely forgot I grew up playing sweeper-stopper yes. and I forgot that that was a thing of that era so it took me a really long time to be like why aren't the two center backs standing next to each other and once I realized that yeah, it's basically like a 4-4-2 with two diamonds like yeah. your defense is in a diamond and their midfield was in a diamond as well so yeah. they it took almost me a while to get used to vertically sure. four players basically
1: yeah. I think <laughs> it's like fancy wing back sweeper system yeah. it's just a 4-4-2 with a sweeper-stopper right? yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. you
0: can tell the system was very back to like throw back to the 90s like look what was it uh, What's the name for Italian football? Like
2: ca-
1: that's what it reminded me of. Like
2: it oh, was very- the uh, Catenaccio, like the the left the door, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what
1: it seemed like. So, yeah, number of offsides in this game, one total. And we think maybe that wasn't even offside. No, it, it no. was,
2: he was, camler was like a good couple, like a couple feet onside at yeah. least. But the reason why there's no offside is because, like, as soon as the kickers would lose possession, that was the thing that stood out to me right away. Is like, I think in the third minute they lose possession and John Hall, the sweeper, just sprints back 40 yards. Like, he's in his own 18 yeah. when El Paso have the ball, like, in their own half. In their own like, they, they, exactly. they were not. Trying to uh, like compress there at all. There no, wasn't much at pressing at going on. Can we talk
1: a little bit for people who maybe haven't heard about this before? Like, mm. what was the idea with a sweeper? Like, why why were team why were both teams doing this in the mid nineties? It's kind of almost like a free safety position. Like he's oh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like he's the guy back there. But it's almost like he's the stop gap between the goalkeeper and the center backs yeah. on the back line of defense. His job is literally like the clean sweep. up anything that yeah. like, <laughs> if it's a loose ball, <laughs> anything like that. But. You know, when you start putting it offside, I think offside pretty much eliminates the sweeper position. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much what the sweeper was. I mean,
2: I think because it's not even like a three center back system. That's the other confusing thing. It's yeah. like Because it would make sense if you're going like, okay, we got three center backs and we got like one kind of holding midfielder ahead of them. But with, like, the fluidity of, like, Kevin Scott was sometimes, like, sitting in, like, the number He's six the stopper, spot, right? sometimes yeah. on the left, sometimes on the right. He kind of popped up everywhere. Mm-hmm. The thing that I took away from this and like, at least in the first 15 minutes or so is that the other thing I was, like, drilled in the 90s was if the left back goes forward, the left midfielder always stays home. If the right back goes forward, the right midfielder stays home. Yeah. You always have to have... It's almost like you have to have someone cover your shift before you can go yeah, do something. Yeah, this exactly. team definitely playing that type of style.
1: I mean, that, and that's a credit <laughs> to Dennis Vida and the team, right, to yeah. be that organized. Mm-hmm. I also noticed... The- uh, the fullbacks basically didn't get forward very much nah. because because of that sweep system, mm-hmm. they end up coming more central, right? So left back and right back end up being almost half center backs each.
2: I think so. And I say I think so not because I think you're wrong, but because this was what uh, <laughs> off YouTube on a VHS copy. And it was, yeah. oh, yeah, like, you can definitely tell I know that they are humans down there. <laughs> I know there are red circles and there are white circles, and that's about what I could do The numbers a bit at least were one. pretty blurry, right? You
0: yeah, definitely mm-hmm. tell it was like recorded on someone's VHS because it kept jumping and. Yeah, all the night, what was the uh, Budweiser commercial we saw?
2: Living- mm-hmm. Tom He's Rambo's commercial
0: yeah. <laughs> the Keiko commercial you there can definitely tell a,
2: there was a like an Armand no it was like a Cruise Lines commercial I sent Daryl the string cap there's a dude in the pool who looks exactly like Landon Donovan and it yeah. weirded me out because I was like are you Landon Donovan's biological father is that what this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is- <laughs> Landon Donovan's a time traveler maybe Oh man, it, <laughs>
3: no it
0: was it
2: was super 90s it was super 90s,
3: <laughs> it, was super 90s. <laughs> it felt weird it felt weird watching all those commercials and just just the style back then and the, of course the jerseys were huge Yo, not man. fitted at all. I mean, you've got players the collar, running. Though.
2: Still had the little collar, the little baby collar, <laughs> had the I little, little th-
0: baby collar. And then when they're running, it's like a flag flapping in the
2: wind <laughs> behind. <them. laughs> I will
0: literally die on my deathbed saying that is the best kicker's jersey. It's, it's kicker's jersey. It was. Nice. It is it the was. best kicker's jersey. It made of me
1: want to eat an arbis.
0: It yo it <laughs> did. And then our principal sponsor was what Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, I think so. yeah, so then I was like boss, sitting there watching the game. I think I texted her. I was like, "Yeah, I want armies and Pepsi now. I don't know why, but <laughs> <Like, laughs> I think I want it." They also like
2: had Pepsi colors. Like, I don't know if that was yeah, like, yeah, that, yo, that Integrated <laughs> in the sponsorship, but it really was like the Pepsi blue, the Pepsi red, and a white jersey. It was. Yeah. It, it seemed uh, like they definitely got some money for that one. I'm hoping they did it. Early
0: MLS, you know, paid marketing days. <laughs> like, here you go, take this, and we'll be your team. That's
1: what it seemed like. Here's what I'd love to talk about. What, um, which players impressed us and why? I got my uh, which Which kickers players? players we're, oh, we're Lee Kalashaw. Lee Kalashaw, so right.
0: Like, I've always heard how Lee Kalashaw was, like, this very cerebral player. But watching him play, like, he was very, like, Pirlo-esque. Because there were moments Ooh. he could stand He's back there that. and just, like, ping balls to the side. But then he can make, it like, that very late run, like, on the goal to his sister. I still think that ball went over the line.
1: I will die on that hill.
2: <laughs> but Lee Kalashar for impressed me the most it's going to be a the hill
0: it yeah.
1: probably will it's be it be the hill <laughs> I was impressed by his work rating I was yeah. impressed by his hairstyling once oh, again. Yeah. I mean, I like
2: that he went for the ponytail, but still had the bangs hanging out. To, uh, sweep them back every, every twelve seconds. That was a good look for him. That was a good look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I had Kalashal in there. I think my MVP. I have my short list of MVP, and Rob Ukevra is number one. Is that just, right? just because I think he did, especially after the kickers go down to ten men, and what like the fifty-first or something like that. Yeah. Like he is up well, there the
1: 50 by A few of their Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> but he is up there by himself doing a lot of running. They mentioned that it was like high nineties. I think yeah. at that yeah. point, and he is up there trying to hold up. Trying to hold up play trying to make something happen he's the one that draws the foul that leads to El Paso's red card that yeah. makes both teams play with 10 so I felt like all of the thankless running he was doing combined with the fact that he scores the goal and takes the first penalty and takes a very I is it very calmly it... I was impressed by Rob Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I would say uh, Richie Williams looked like the best footballer on the field yeah, I think that's, probably, yeah. I, I
2: think I that's the right. was the best complete footballer. He yeah. was kind of
3: like defensive
1: midfielder for the kickers. You, you mentioned two diamonds. He was like at the base of the second diamond, the midfield yeah. diamond. But then he would he would run everywhere, close things down, win the ball. And then when he had the ball, he looked the most um, secure. Essentially, he looked impossible to take the ball off of. He would turn in tight circles and then like, mm-hmm. play a one-two. And I feel like the kicker's best football was whenever it, whenever it went through midfield through Richie Williams, it would mm-hmm. be short passing, short passing, short passing. Anywhere else, it was like John Hall bangs it long to the yep. wing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like good football every yep. time it went through Richie Williams and more direct football into the channels, into the strikers, whenever anyone else was
2: on the ball. He, he was my number three MVP pick. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I would say, um, not talking in terms of an MVP, but uh, me and Elliot, we talked about this before, the partnership between Ucrop and Kamler. Okay. It, it wasn't exactly a big man, fast man combo. It was, ba- it was basically a big man, fast man, but they literally would switch roles. Mm-hmm. You'd have one play where Rob Bucrop is winning the ball in the air, holding up play, and Kamler runs in behind. And literally the next time they're coming up the field, it's the opposite. And that, was that to me, is, is something that's really hard to defend against. You don't know who's going to hold up. You don't know who's going to run. And it was really, really awesome seeing their partnership. Yeah, up front. It, it,
0: it was also hard to tell who was who at the moment. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, no names on the back of the jersey, just numbers that all look the same. Like if you look really hard, you look and see. Okay, that guy has shorter hair, so that's probably Kamler. Like, I, mean, I think that's why it took me like twenty minutes to figure out who got the red card. And yeah. it could
2: be a minute. I mean, the, you're not wrong. Like that—that that was really telling to me that uh, Kevin Scott. For people who don't know, is probably like six foot four. At least he looked very big. He's got the the big dreads, and yet you could not tell that was him who got the red card. Yeah. Usually, with like HD, you yeah. can sort of tell at least like. Skin color differences and usually like big hairstyle stands yeah. out. In this game, I had no idea who was who. I mean, it was really, really strange. Can
0: you tell like, how far we have came in like, television production uh-huh. based off this game? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can tell how far we have came.
2: I, I, I especially enjoyed the uh, when they had the scoreboard graphic that was like you couldn't see through it. And anytime there was a player yeah. who got the ball in that spot, it was like, well, they're just eclipsed by the MasterCard yeah. logo for a while. <laughs> exactly. No, back out. <laughs> okay, go. I there. would
1: argue that you could tell Kevin Scott was missing by how the kicker started playing immediately mm-hmm. afterwards. Because oh, essentially, yeah, yeah. the first 50 Chaos? minutes. Well, Richard Williams would win the ball in midfield yeah. and just be. Behind him, uh, Scott would win the ball. Anything yep. in the air, or mm-hmm. any time El Paso tried to fire it in at the kicker's defense, mm-hmm. as soon as he was missing, the kickers were in a little bit of trouble, right? They couldn't they just, get the ball out of their own hands.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think when you see, like, in the moments, maybe, like, the 10 minutes before El Paso eventually score, it is just, like, like 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 three-on-three, six-year-old soccer, like, blobs of color just <laughs> moving from, like, like six people over here now six people slide over here. There wasn't a lot of shape, I feel like, for yeah. the kickers. There was just sort of a lot of last-ditch defending.
1: Did they basically drop Williams back into Scott's position? And I think so. Yeah, I think they dropped him midfield. back. And then
2: they swapped out Kamler yeah. for uh, who takes the eventual... Uh, Michael Brady. Brady okay. comes in, I think, is more of a defender. So yeah. they, they go that route. That day. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's
1: really noticeable to me on El Paso's the kickers were so so deep yeah. right? everybody had dropped off to the point where i've actually forgotten the name of the goal scorer but when it's uh, when it's squared Amparang. to and yeah. when it's squared to him he is wide open mm-hmm. because yeah. all the kickers uh, players mm-hmm. have just they're in their own box and they i think they start on the like 4 yards from goal and they push out to 10 yards from goal mm-hmm. <laughs> So they're, they're all just crowded in the box and he just got that's why he's completely unmarked he has got mm-hmm. acres of space to hit yeah. that shot yeah
2: mm-hmm. i mean it was with that said, though, I did feel like, like I texted you, I think I was like, this game is, I think the pass completion rate is like 12% or something. <laughs> you were like, I think your response was, just a reminder, this game is 120 minutes long. And I was contemplating maybe skipping through, but then I think Dennis Violet, the kicker's coach, he makes some good changes, especially at halftime. I think he pushes Kalashaw mm-hmm. further forward. That's a big reason. Or at least one. gives him license to go Yeah, forward, and I right? think that's yeah. where that goal comes from, is there's another person involved in that attack. It's not just Kamler and Ucrop, which I felt like it was routinely in that first half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And pushing Kalishaw, in, it just creates that overload. And then uh Ben Crawley's ability to, to spot a spot an opening and play yeah, the ball in yeah. was well done. Well, can
0: we talk no, about the kickers' goal then? Yes. Oh yeah, I, saying, I think I mean to your point, right before we go into the kickers goal, I think him pushing Kallisar more up more up front freed up a lot of stuff for yep. him. And it allowed him to kind of do whatever he wanted. Like he could be attacking, he could be defensive, he could kind of just be there. But yes, let's go into this goal. <laughs> like Lee Kallisar did he created this goal one, outran everyone, two and the ball went
2: and out. And kept it in bounds. Yeah, that and was impressive. Thing. I'm telling <laughs> you, <laughs> it was VAR.
3: If there was VAR, it would have still been a goal. I so wonder if
2: maybe you're like, do you ever see the thing where somebody's like, upload a video to YouTube and it's like from NBC, but they've like reversed the image so you can't see yeah. that the peacock is reversed? I wonder if that's what you did. if you just like flipped it no, so you I it was swear. out of bounds? And, like, you weren't like, quite I'll, sure which I'll side I'll it was out I was convinced on. that ball was out.
1: But the ball's on the line, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. the ball has
1: to
3: completely go over the line. I feel
2: like Elliot. Decided the ball was out and has not yet gone back and looked at it to make sure. This is also hurt. probably very true. <laughs> <laughs> head, I looked at it and it was like, oh, that ball's out. <laughs> and
0: this is also like me, like after multiple
1: like VAR and stuff, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, VAR, I want to call that out. Like, in my head, mm. I think that's how bad VAR has gotten. All right, but let's accept that we live in a democracy and that you were outvoted by 75%. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yes, that ball is in. But did, did he nutmeg the guy? To get the ball back in to cut it back across? To just oh. a wide open you, Rob Ucrop
1: you that was just standing there? No, I think no. the guy I think the guy kind of froze up and Kalashore just poked it along the end line and then cut it back. Yeah, yeah. okay. So the guy and, didn't open his legs up. If anything, he had his legs too close together because he Probably so he, was he like couldn't. Yeah.
3: And I think everyone else also froze. They thought the ball was out. But the all the kickers players from what I saw, all the kickers players were still switched on and were still yeah. trying to make moves. And I that's mean, why he was Krop in the right
0: spot at the right time.
3: David I mean, he was in the right spot at the right time, but he was still switched on. And, and in fact, he even took, I think he even took a couple of steps either to the left or right to to open up that space a little more because all of the El Paso players just stopped, thought, oh, that ball's out of bounds. But Lee Kalashar kept it in and just slots
1: the ball right to him. And then yeah. two El Paso defenders charged crop as mm-hmm. he received the ball. And I, I don't know if crop deliberately... Fires it through the defender's legs. Mm-hmm. I think he's more just like. Going I think if for that you ask him, he'd tell you
2: behind. he would. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think. That it- I don't know about that but I will say that like that he doesn't try to just smash it first time because there was a bunch of that in this game where there should have been more goals and mm-hmm. there were wide open shooting opportunities yeah, and yeah. the ball was sliced wide because Directly
1: before this David yeah. Stewart the yes. was yeah. through on goal right? John Hall did some statue defending These David Stewart was through on goal and sliced it yeah. right. right
2: They did not play power and finesse they played power and power and <laughs> yes. I, to, to Ukrop's credit like he takes that touch to set himself up to then uh, shoot with his second and I think maybe that buys him a little bit of time to spot yeah. that opportunity as opposed mm-hmm. to just firing yeah. it and hoping so It's
1: just the one bit of finesse in the whole game it might be. I did enjoy his
2: celebration of it was a very Eric Cantona like you're welcome I'm going to just stand here with my hands <laughs> yeah. in the air the just hair just flowing but, yes. yeah I mean
3: I, that's one thing I did notice and especially with the montage they had before the game like yeah. doing highlights of the key players they showed one of his previous goals and mm-hmm. it was the same thing just yep. like that yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was but, unavoidable. Like
2: you know, I mean, there you go. It's unavoidable. Uh, it's inevitable. But it's it's a good finish from him. It's obviously great work from Kalisha And then uh, the the ball from I believe it's Crowley plays that ball. Or yes. Crowley plays that ball, and it's he's got that left foot, and he kind of like bends it in, but then it goes outside, and I think the defender is kind of totally flummoxed by that, which is yeah, why yeah. it ends up going to Kalashau. This is kind of
1: like a short, short, long thing, right? Like Kalashau wins yeah. a knockdown mm-hmm. into, I want to say he gives it to um, a Ucrop strike partner mm-hmm. whose name is oh, yeah. Um, who gives it back, they gives it to Ucrop, gives it to Crowley, and then Kalashau's on his horse, right, mm-hmm. down the line, and that's when Crowley hits that perfect left-footed yep. ball.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Probably
1: the best pass of the game. Oh,
2: fuck. It's up there. It's it definitely it up, there. It yeah. up there. Yeah, There weren't a lot of memorable passes in this game. There were a lot of long balls that maybe occasionally came off. <laughs> Can we talk about John Hall for a second? So <laughs> yeah, I was he waiting just, for someone to bring
0: it
1: up. I know. <laughs> he could sweeper. He was covering ground. He would get to a lot of balls that went through. But did he just seem to just bang it as long as he could every time he got the ball? In the general
3: yeah. vicinity of a kicker's player,
0: he did the Elliot Barr style of defending. <laughs> Kick the ball anywhere that's not near me. That's what he did.
2: <laughs> we were uh, Daryl and I were watching 28th minute. We were watching like I think roughly at the same time period, but I could gauge it by the text that were coming through. And you at one point <laughs> said like I don't know if John Hall can complete a pass. And two minutes later in the 28th minute, he has that. He tries to square it across the field, and he just hits it fifteen yards ahead of his teammate yeah. and it just intercepted by Alpass and they go the yeah, other, just, other way. I and just, I was like, oh Daryl just, just saw that. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I know where now I know where Daryl is. That's yeah. why I
1: thought like short passes he seemed to have trouble with, but uh-huh. just hitting it long and hard. He was he was perfect. And then I know, mean anyway.
2: they they say in that game that like the kickers were routinely playing in like hundred-degree weather with like sixty and seventy percent humidity. So I'm assuming that they were all pretty fit, but the it felt a little bit with the way he was defending and specifically the way he would retreat 30 yards. Mm-hmm. It felt like the thing that we've experienced in adult league soccer where there's a person who's maybe not as fit as they used to be and they're like, I'm just going to back off a little bit and yeah, hope I like don't you, get beat. Yeah, yes. don't get beat for patience. There's a little bit of that as well. <laughs> Elliot's slowly raising his hand in the air. Um, yeah, and it felt like there's a little bit of that of he maybe was focused on not getting caught in possession, yeah. not being put in 1v1 situations because he was one time and almost got almost got beat pretty badly and it was Mike Clark who had to come in and save him at the yeah, last minute I hope John Hall's yeah. not listening to this I, I don't know we'll find out yeah. <laughs> we'll see I, I, I like we'll probably a give the angry rep- reputation so if he is we'll probably hear about yeah. it yeah. <laughs> or he'll just kick the door he'll open with and his lefty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got some power behind it he had a few he had a few hits not his penalty, but a, yeah. a few free kicks. They so a he might, might miss the equation. door. Mm. probably well, had, will miss the door. Yeah, well, he had the one free kick that he hit directly into the wall. That was in, like, the third minute. And then he has the other one that he almost scores on right before <laughs> halftime. So, yeah, it's a, a mixed bag from John Hall. <laughs> it's
0: very uh, hit or miss.
2: Uh, and uh, can we talk about Kazi for a minute? Because he was my other one that I was yeah. really impressed by. Because he's got, like, the full extension saved near the end of the game. Yeah. And then just very calm in the penalties. Just steps up. I think, I think he saves... No, he saves their second and fourth ones, but just very calmly saving penalties and very calm overall. He was a little bit like Iceman demeanor today. <laughs> also, exactly. I want to
0: see Golcim's getting back to like the eye paint. Like I want to see <laughs> you, you want know, war paint? yeah, I want that because he had it on like the whole game. I think he takes it off during the penalties, but I know he has it on like the. Program. I was wondering
2: because I didn't see it as much during the yeah. penalties. I do wonder if he was like, all right, now it's time to be serious. Yeah, yeah,
1: he had it on. So <laughs> was that sunblock or was it just no? Like football players effect? wear it Ooh. underneath, like.
3: Yeah. To this day, I still don't know what it does. The reason why is because when you're playing, and especially when it's sunny and hot, you start to sweat, and then you get the reflection off okay. the sweat, and she that can things. affect your earring. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, your, okay. your, your hearing, your vision. <laughs> so they do it to kind of prevent that oh, sun okay. reflection. Mm.
1: Reflection so, off your cheeks. It's just yeah. like
2: it's just like a, imagine if you're if you are uh, like sweating, yeah. and then you've got like light coming on you, just like the wet the moisture will. Be reflective, basically. Huh. So if you're putting the black on it, it like deadens that. A little like bit I just learning about Because you didn't grow up watching American football in the '90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it became an art form. Yeah, I'm, it, like, it full, did. Like, full like full war paint, and then
3: the you style. had like
0: the guys that would just have it and they write stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, art form it would be like it. the name of the team imprinted you on know, it, and like oh, you get uh, like yeah. the, like Tebow you get like the Bible verses. That's the most famous one. And then there's
2: there's the dude in any given Sunday if you watch that movie who's like, I'm I'm a background extra. The only way I'm going to be on camera, and he like fully like paints his entire face like he's got it like running down from his eyes it's like yeah. half his face is painted with eye black it's yeah. an interesting look he went it is. <laughs> yeah so i mean I, I i enjoyed that i enjoyed the penalty shootout i can't say i enjoyed much of extra time because that was 10v10 in very hot conditions and it felt like the kickers were sort of just holding on for dear it life it was just yeah. let's get through this yeah thing. And you can let's tell like the it.
0: both of the red cards were just like last year's like i'm tired of running you're running too fast i'm gonna take you out like what was it? Yeah, uh,
3: especially the one on Ucrop. Oh, yeah. In yeah. The,
0: the 83rd minute? Yeah. Oh, you could tell. That was like, I'm tired he said, of running. I'm, I'm not going to chase you. Just, just
2: sit <laughs> this down. is why people don't have
0: sweepers anymore
2: because <laughs> of that kind of tackle. Dude, when you all talk to Ucrop or Kamler, how, how much detail did y'all get into? Because I really want to know what happened with that Kevin Scott red card. Because it, it, it seemed like he was this very calm. Like on the ball player, and yet that's a like two footed straight leg. Yeah, it's, like, it's the right? Definition of a red card. Basically. Yeah, I imagine yeah. he was sent off. For,
1: yeah, danger. we did down. But, but
2: like, why, I guess what I'm saying is, like, was that a, like a, a red mist moment? Like, what was it? Because it's literally a minute after the goal he gets sent off. Yeah, and it's yes. sort of to me it was like, what brought about that level of like, I'm gonna go in and wreck this dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, that doesn't just happen in my no. mind. To me, that that tackle seems in place for this game. There were just loads of slide tackles,
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. he, he just slightly mistimed it. Yeah. it was a physical game. It was, that sure. it was a true.
3: very physical. Game. I we mean,
0: give us so, Like, the commentators didn't even know he got sent out until, like, what, 10 minutes later? Yes, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's yes. gone. He's
3: gone.
2: <laughs> But there's missing. The, the one that I was like, oh, this is a different era, is the 35th minute. There's, I think, a corner for the kickers. Then Crawley g- goes up to win the header. And the El Paso player just straight runs into him, like, as though it's like a wide receiver going up to catch a ball. And he just runs into yeah. Crawley. <clears throat> Crawley gets knocked over, and it's a foul against Crawley. Yes, and goes that the way, and I was him, confused. And you see like, lose his mind. <laughs> and, the, and the color commentator, Ty Keo, uh the benefit of the doubt will be given to the defensive player, as is normally the case in the penalty area. And I was like, if ever there were a sign that things are different... <laughs> Different. That is not the case anymore.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, is so a clear, clear indication.
2: A lot of fouls, a lot of fouls in this one. That yeah. Some that were called. Initially, I was like, "Oh, he's kind of policing this one." Okay, he gave that card there. He gave that card there. Then it kind of got a little bit uh, looser as the game yeah, went on. For yeah. sure, there was definitely. definitely
3: there was definitely one where I, I don't remember who was running literally down the middle of the field and pings a, a pass wide. Mm-hmm. And the ball is halfway to its destination, and a player just comes in
2: and takes him out. Does he? Does he go up in the air? He went. John Hall. Yes, John That Hall. was John Hall, <laughs> John Hall. John Hall.
0: John that <laughs> no,
3: like, yeah, like,
2: Hall. That's uh, that's
1: And right it's the it's. I mean, he's good at certain things. Yes. Yeah, the oh, thing. Yeah. The thing is, John Hall. He,
3: he pings that ball wide, and he's almost out of frame mm-hmm. when he gets completely oh,
2: clobbered. It's it's the thing. It, it he plays it wide. Uh, and there's no advantage given, and it goes wide, and then the kicker's player who goes wide too, I think it was uh, Kari Stockton, he also gets fouled. Exactly. He, in fouling, the defender touches the ball and it rolls out, and the ref's like, at corner, I guess? And it's from that corner that Ben Crawley then gets fouled in the box. Was, oh, my goodness. It was goodness. a weird couple minutes there.
0: <laughs> you can tell there was a lot of, like, so quote, like, judgment calls. He was like, uh,
2: maybe? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> he was like, flip a coin, I guess. So will take it.
2: Like, uh, yeah. Any any other key points for you, Mr. Grove? No, I think of yeah. I've covered yeah. everything that I saw. Yeah, yeah
0: it, it was an interesting game. Um, the Richmond, I don't know if y'all caught on this, but the goalkeeper for Richmond, he dies the same direction except for the one that he saves. So he uh. dies to his left every time, and then I think the one he saves, he drives to his right.
3: The second one or the fourth one? Because he, <sighs> he saved the two.
2: Yeah he he dives the he dives to his right the shooter's left the first three times he yeah. dives to his left the shooter's right the fourth time yeah. and he saves yeah the second the fourth yeah. you got it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. So y- I, I do think if you go back, uh, he would have to retake those and he might have been sent off because I think every single penalty he is like three yards off oh, his yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah, I don't oh, think fun.
3: I don't think they were really you know now.
2: He was the only scary of like sprint out six yards and then dive one way or the other. <laughs> <Yep.
1: laughs> like, ah.
2: oh, That's my big lesson from
1: watching this is that soccer's has changed. Mm -hmm. oh yeah it has loads of tiny things like the the sweeper systems you just wouldn't do now because Mm -hmm. soccer now is all about compressing space and controlling the game Mm -hmm. two sweepers means the game is just stretched long right? and there's loads of space and craziness to play into Um, the keepers coming off the line is a whole different thing. Everything's changed. Yeah,
2: and it's weirdly counterintuitive because you would think that, well, if it's all spread out, if everybody's defending deep and you've got all this space, then you can ping the ball around, there can be lots of possession. But what I think kept happening was you'd get, like, Richie Williams on the ball. He maybe is the bad example because he could actually do stuff. But (laughs) you get a lot of other players on the ball, and they actually don't have anybody near them. They don't have anybody within like 25 yards yeah, of it's them, all so then you out. can't kind of move the ball quickly. And it's there really is no tempting.
1: Like, you're yeah. like, oh, Rob Ucrop's one on one with that defender. I've it long. I'm going
2: to blast it into mm-hmm. that channel, and he can chase it. Yeah. And that, that's
1: what the game ends up being.
2: And it yeah. definitely did feel like like if you look up uh, UCISL now, which is where the kickers were coming from, <laughs> it, I think it redirects you to the League Two, USL League Two page on Wikipedia. Okay. And I think like that helped me understand, like, yeah, it's a bunch of college guys who are sort of like, like they played together a lot, but there were those moments when it was like, "Ooh, that you thought someone was there, there was nobody there." there was a couple of those moments, like that pass went to somebody yeah, that maybe definitely. saw a ghost. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also testament to like how much MLS has done to bring soccer along in the United yep. States, right? If you watch the like you know the U.S. Open Cup final now, or you watch the like any sort of championship game now, it's it's nothing like this, right?
2: I did find myself going back and watching like other kickers' performances in the U.S. Open Cup though after oh, yeah? this one. Yeah, yeah. like because I think cause they, they have
1: like a bunch. I think they have like
0: 2008. I know for definitely they have to originally uh, beat uh,
1: Sporting
2: KC. That's 2011, I think. 2011, I think, when they yeah. have yeah. a
0: game for 08, and they have like,
1: another one. Over. They go to the semifinals. 2008 was the LA Galaxy, I think. So I remember being at City Stadium and watching them beat yeah. the LA Galaxy. Yeah. Um, Donovan played the second half, and Abel Xavier played the whole game.
2: Oh, the oh I forgot yeah. about him. But 2011 is the one where I think they go to the semifinals yeah. and eventually get knocked out by the Chicago Fire. Yes. That tells you how different the times are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who wins that game this year. <coughs>
0: That yeah, is true. <laughs> that is very
2: true. But it was cool It was cool to go back and see, and see, like, uh, like the the old Kickers logo. Some like, you know, Kalashev was an institution for me growing up. Rob Ucrop is obviously an institution, as yeah. are the Ucrops in Richmond. So mm-hmm. it was cool to see some of those moments. And then some of the players, like Brian Kamler, I kind of forgot about until you see him playing. you're like, oh, right, he was really good. So it was cool to see. I appreciate that. <laughs> you
0: know, I- I just want the jerseys back. Like, the blue pants, I really just want the jersey. That, and that's that all kit, I want. Yeah, that kit was also, pretty like, nice. Also, TV production is totally different than what it is now.
1: Like, Yeah, we're lucky, right? There oh, like yes. so and lucky. The yeah. commentators basically know what's happening. And basically. You don't have the scoreboard um, covering over the players. Yeah. <laughs> just the little things like that. that yeah. we take the for unique thing
0: was, I think it was crop told us, it might be in the podcast or not, but I remember he told us about how, they won the game, and they came back, and there was no fanfare or anything. Like, even the TV stations didn't even know. And then someone, I think, told the news station, and they were like, oh, yeah, Richmond Kickers. But they spelled Kickers wrong. It was K-C-I-K-E-R-S, how they spelled wow. it. That's,
1: <laughs> it was, oh, that's just a typo. That, makes, yeah. that takes some effort <laughs> to misspell
0: that. Yeah. It doesn't tell you, like, how relevant soccer what was, was in, it it in the 90s? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go.
2: So, yeah. uh, I actually, like, with that in mind, I found their celebrations weirdly muted at the end of it. Like, you played 120 minutes, a man down for most of it. Uh, and when when uh, Michael Brady scores the winning penalty, he eventually goes over and like jumps into Kevin Scott's arms. But everybody is just sort of like, yeah, okay, like let's go home now. I'm tired. Like, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was not this big celebration. For I think Lube, it might have been. Yeah, might be
0: kicking around that, that time.
2: <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> there was, uh, yeah. And then that was the other. My, my final one was uh, the commentators not knowing what cramping was apparently because yeah. like all the players were routinely cramping and they were like they they keep getting injured, but then they seem to be able to like shake it off somehow. And it's like yeah, because they're stretching and eating a banana, man. Like, it's not. It's, <laughs> I guess it is science, but it's not rocket science. <laughs> it's lactic acid science. Yes, exactly.
0: That's That's probably it. So, that is the breakdown of the 95 US Open Cup. I do have three questions I want to ask you guys mm-hmm. yeah. about the US Open Cup at all. So, Uh-oh. can you guys name me the three teams in the DMV, for those who don't know the DMV, that is DC, Maryland, and Virginia? Virginia. And it's where you get your driver's license. Pretty much. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, that have won the US Open Cup. And bonus points if you can name the year. Three teams either, from D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. I can do DC's
2: one. I mean, okay. the Richmond Kickers 95, D.C. United 99?
1: Close. Oh, Close. Mm. One team has won it three times. Oh, didn't D.C. United win it in 2013? Mm-hmm. There we go.
2: 13 is one year. Did they win it in 2004 as well? Close. I, so I keep being close, but I'm wrong. So there you go. <laughs> oh, mine was correct. Yeah, there you go. I was right with the kickers in '95, so, so we're we're one and so we one. Two, right?
1: we just need one more. Yeah. Is it DC or kick? It's it's DC United, right? There's mm-hmm. not some weird Maryland team from 1920.
2: Oh, I thought you were saying there's three distinct teams that have won. There's it. three distinct teams. Okay, there's yes, three there three different is one
0: teams. more. DC has won it three times,
2: but can United? Is and it? Eight. Is there another team in? Is there another team in like the 1920s? There's or another something? team
1: in DC. Oh, we, oh, the Washington Diplomats. No, ah. this no, might be the hardest one
2: for you to get.
1: It's probably some team that I don't know the name of, right? España,
0: 1987. Wow. D- they, out of, they were represented out of D.C. What did they win? 1987. Okay. D.C. won it 96, on, two. 2008, <laughs> and 2013. Richmond,
2: 1995. They won it in 96, D.C.? Yeah, they won it in I didn't they did the double that year. Yeah. I just remember the, the Eddie Pope winner. That's all. Yeah, I remember that,
0: right. that one. <laughs> all right, next question. Um, which state has the most U.S. Open Cup titles? State. Probably New York? Correct. New yeah. York with 26. Can you go. guess who's second?
2: New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> no. California? Texas? California. Yeah.
0: California with 15. Okay. But most of the teams from New York are like 1930s, 1940s, 40s, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: 1950s. Go on, Brooke Hatton. I yeah. love <laughs> yeah, so about it? Cosmos? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there was, I think they say in the, in the broadcast that the team that won it before the Kickers in 1994 was like a... Shoot. It was like the... California Greek Diplomats United of actually, Los Angeles or something, yeah. something I like, actually
1: have the the page here uh-huh. uh, Greek American AC from there San is. Francisco there it is beat uh, Bavarian SC from Milwaukee <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Bavarian SC makes sense The I, I didn't know there was a, a large uh, Greek population in San Francisco I've learned oh, yeah. something new today yeah. I've yeah. learned yeah. something new yeah.
0: mm-hmm. alright and the last question is how many teams with the name Kickers in it have won the US Open Cup oh, three oh. Three. 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 <laughs> That's it. Los Angeles Kickers, Richmond
2: Kickers, and St. Petersburg Kickers. Four. I'm shot in the dark there. I was just thinking like, it's probably more than two, but not that many. <laughs> yeah. I'm going three. It's three. a good, confident guess. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> if you, say it confidently, even if you're wrong, it yeah. sounds like, oh, but maybe he knows something. <laughs> Mysterious in the dark. All
0: right. Well, that is a wrap-up of our DocuPod series. It's been a fun little off-season series that we've done. Um,
2: hey, Elliot. Yeah? No, you suck. <laughs> I waited the whole way, way. <laughs> that is a great way how to end the podcast <laughs>
0: great how to end it but we want to say thank you for you guys um helping us do the tactical breakdown because who better to have it than guys that have mastered it for our podcast <laughs> made thousands maybe millions I don't know
2: Probably. of what? Made
0: shows? Do- dollars oh, dollars is oh, <laughs> definitely not many
2: <laughs> <laughs> is he about downloads? maybe, I mean,
0: maybe. more than us I think we got 15 cents in our name <laughs> so yeah we'll take it um but yeah, you can follow the you can find the show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, all your podcast apps. Um, you can follow us on the BGN Network. And with that being said, guys, keep it cool.